To be on the cusp of something means to be on the dividing line between what is and what could be, what you have, and what is next in life. I'm Mikey, and this is my podcast. Welcome. I had a very Kevin McAllister Christmas this year, in that I spent it completely alone. It was the first time in my life that I've ever been alone on a major holiday. Welcome to episode one of On the Cusp, where I'm going to ramble a bit about my life and let you all get to know me a little. So hello everyone, my name is Mikey. That's not my real name, of course, but that's what I use on the internet, and it's been kind of cemented since I've started introducing myself that way to people in the real world, too. I'm a writer and a blogger. You can find my blog at the link in the description, and if you really want to read anything I've self-published, well... Good luck finding it. My nicheless lifestyle blog is kind of all over the place, which is a lot like my thoughts, but at least my writing is a little more coherent. I mostly write science fiction. My novel, Altered, will hopefully be out sometime in the next decade. We'll see. By day, I'm a marketing and communications coordinator for a small real estate association. I say small because there's only three of us that work in the office, and my superiors are kind of like my adopted boomer parents. For six hours, Monday through Friday, I get paid peanuts to tinker on social media and make sure that all the email blasts go out on time. So I start a podcast. Am I not busy enough, already holding down a job, juggling the blog, promising writing career, pretending to be a social human being and making time for the people I care about? There's only one big reason, and after this, I'm going to veer wildly off script and do what I do best. I talk to myself, out loud and often. Might as well hit record and put it on the internet for everyone else to listen to, right? So why did I spend the holidays alone? Honestly, sometimes the stars just align in a way that ensure you are absolutely miserable, and that's how it went down for me. Thing the first, I don't drive, and none of my family members live within a 50-mile radius. Thing the second, the boyfriend flew back to California to see his family for the holidays. No, I wasn't invited. No, I don't have hard feelings about it, and no... I'm not the kind of girl you bring back to your family anyways. Thing the fur- Ah. Thing the third. Yeah, here's the fun thing about, like, recording live and being drunk, which I am. Thank you, Red Wine. I love you so much. Is that you eventually start to trip over your own words. For authenticity, I'm not going to edit any of this out. It is what it is. Okay, so where were we? Thing the third. I can totally say that. I actually didn't have to work this Christmas, which is pretty wild. My boss probably would have let me take the whole week off if I'd wanted it. Um, thing is, I get kind of jittery and unhinged if I'm not being productive. At least my personal definition of productive. <sighs> thing is... What's fun about being alone with your feels and with only your own thoughts for company is that it's a really good opportunity to do some self-reflection. If you're like me, you can throw a really quick pity party for yourself, but then you have to get down to business and face what's really bringing you down. One of my biggest insecurities comes from the belief that I'm inherently and 
easily replaceable. You might find this surprising if you know my dating history at all, which is a whole episode in itself, trust me. But deep down, I really do think I'm kind of useless. And I jump through some really insane hoops to make sure the people I love don't abandon me. Why am I so afraid of being alone? Why do I feel so insignificant? What kind of life do I really want? These are the things that keep me up at night, folks. And I know I'm not the only one. So maybe as I ramble my way through one epiphany and onto the next, you can glean a little bit of insight or wisdom for your own life. After all, I live to serve. Switching gears for a moment here, do any of you make New Year's resolutions? I used to when I was younger, and of course, none of those goals ever really came to fruition. I usually abandoned them about a month or two in. The problem? Unrealistic goal setting. Write and publish a book? Awesome idea. It's been on my resolution list for a good chunk of my life now. So why hasn't it happened? Because I declared my intention, and that was it. I never followed up with how I was going to write and publish that book. Never broke it down into actionable steps that work with my lifestyle or schedule. I just left it there. This big, looming resolution. And each year that went by with no finished product left me feeling more and more anxious. So I quit doing that. I don't make resolutions anymore. But I like the idea of setting an intention for the year. Kind of like choosing a word to incorporate into your life, like patience or abundance. That draws pretty heavily on the law of attraction, I suppose, that what you focus on is what you notice more of or what comes into your life. So this is my intention for 2020. I want to put last year and truthfully, a lot of the last decade behind me and move forward with my life taking only the best parts of me along for the ride. Hopefully, I am on the cusp of something good.